She's Tori. And he's Nick. And this is I Want to Rewatch. An X-Files adjacent podcast. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Season 2. Episode 4. Scooby's Night with a Frozen Fright. In this episode, while fishing at the beach, Shaggy hooks a 2 million year old caveman frozen in a block of ice that was lost at sea during a violent storm. They take the caveman to Oceanland to be studied, but once there, someone intentionally turns on a heater near it. Thought out, the caveman comes to life and goes on a rampage. <sighs> this episode's original air date was Saturday, October 3rd, 1970. Whoa. Caveman came to life. I know. It's like Encino wow. Man. I was going to say, I actually have notes later that talk about Encino Man. So, yeah, oh. I love Encino exactly. Man. Brendan Fraser yeah. is a treasure. I wonder if they got... I mean, I saw that when it came out, and I wonder, like, they actually thought with, like, a heater and everything, too, in the garage, and I'm kind of wondering, like... <laughs> so. Maybe someone was inspired by this episode yeah. a little bit? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so we get our opening sequence, then we get the episode title card, gang running underneath the titles, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You?, Scooby's Night with a Frozen Fright, and then it's a dark and stormy night on the high seas, and we see a freighter ship being rocked by waves, surrounded by lightning strikes. And on deck, encased in this huge block of ice and staked down with ropes, is a caveman. And he's got a club and he's got a little fur loincloth. It's all set. And then as the ship continues to be tossed about, a rope snaps. And then another. And then the block slides across the deck. Boom, hits the railing and then goes overboard, taking a chunk of the railing with it. Gone. And we kind of see it like floating in the water. And then we cut to the gang. And they're at the beach. And it's daytime. They are actually at the beach during the day, not at night like they usually are. Wow. Anyway, Fred and Daphne are dancing to some groovy music. And Velma's sitting on a blanket under her beach umbrella. And Shaggy and Scooby are fishing at the edge of the coastline. Fred asks how the fishing is going. And Shaggy says he hasn't had a single nibble. Then Shaggy asks Scooby if he's had any luck. And Scooby's like, oh, you bet. And he holds up a string of hot dogs. And Shaggy's <laughs> like, hot dogs? Where'd you catch those? And Scooby shows him. Scooby's like been back casting. And going into their picnic basket and hooking hot dogs and pulling them out and eating them. So Shaggy's like, hey, that's our lunch. And then he's like, man, why didn't I think of that idea? And then Scooby's about to eat a hot dog and Shaggy snatches it from him and eats it and laughs. And it's like, I guess that's the one that got away, Scoob. <laughs> and Scoob's like, mm, very funny. So he's not actually think it's funny, but yeah. No. <laughs> and as my wife commented when I showed her because I was watching it and making comments as I'm watching it she was like what? So she came around to watch it and she's like wow he's got some awesome like casting dexterity because like the hook goes in and goes around the handle and flips up the lid and then goes back in and grabs a hot dog and comes up and then so yeah he's got some good casting skills Scooby does so. Yeah it's a shame he's yeah. not using them to catch actual fish but yeah. yeah. Well I mean you can't catch fish if there aren't any. It's true. So, it's true. If there's hot dogs you can totally catch hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Velma asked Shaggy to dance, but he wants to do one more cast. He actually put a toy mouse on as bait because what better way to catch a catfish? Oh, <laughs> cute. Yeah. So he casts and immediately something bites and it drags him across the beach like he's water skiing on the sand. And he's like, I must have hooked Moby Dick. And he calls for Scooby to give him a hand. And then they both slide across the beach until they hit a palm tree. And Shaggy slides up the tree and it kind of bends like with his weight. And then it flings him back. And the force 
helps pull Shaggy's catch up from the ocean. And it's a caveman in a block of ice. Whoa. The gang stands around the frozen caveman in amazement. And Fred wonders where it came from. But Velma actually knows. She read about it in the paper. Scientists found this two million year old caveman in the Arctic. And the research vessel that was taking it to Oceanland for study lost it overboard during a storm. So Fred says they need to get him to Oceanland ASAP so they can put him in a cooler before he starts to melt. Yeah. This is where I have my nose because I'm like, that caveman doesn't look anything like Brendan Fraser. No, it really doesn't. So, yeah. It also made me think of Frosty the Snowman, like trying to get to North Pole and Fred's all like, we got to get to Oceanland ASAP before it melts. And I'm like, oh, it's like <laughs> Frosty. You don't want him to melt. Oh. Come to the North Pole so you can go live with Santa and not melt. <laughs> so. So at Oceanland, Professor Wayne thanks the gang for bringing the Iceman to both him and Professor Ingstrom. Shaggy asks what would have happened if he hadn't hooked that prehistoric ice cube. And Professor Ingstrom says that with the prevailing current, it would have just ended up at Oceanland anyway. So, you know, whatever, kids. Good job. <laughs> yeah, you didn't so, need to do anything. It yeah, would have come here yeah, on Professor its own. Professor Ingstrom kind of seems like a downer in this scene. Yeah, he's kind of, hmm. And then Professor Wayne pushes the Iceman into the Arctic room because it'll stay frozen in there. Professor Wayne looks sort not exactly he kind of looks a little bit like dr jekyll and he's also therefore got that kind of bruce banner vibe to me but it's just because mm. he's got glasses I mean, okay so. i could see that as i mentioned before old school like comic book bruce banner like in the original comics not like you know as i mentioned in the 1982 hulk animation and i think in all the other ones bruce banner is a little more attractive looking and kind of <laughs> actually got some got some muscles in know handsome anyway not that maybe he can't be but you know i mean whew, mark ruffalo whew, that's, he's <laughs> handsome yeah he's anyway handsome. i'm getting distracted by mark ruffalo anyway <laughs> so then professor ingstrom wonders out loud if it wouldn't be amazing if they could thaw out the caveman and bring him back to life and Velma's like mm, i think i can just the way he is and then fred's like well we gotta go and then he calls for Scooby because Scooby's playing with a baby octopus and he's all going gooch, 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 goo to this little baby octopus. But then the mother octopus is not really happy about the dog playing with her baby. And so kind of like roughs up Scooby a little bit. And so then he runs out and leaves the game as they mm-hmm. get out of ocean land. So, yeah. The mom is kind of scary looking. She is. And octopuses are not really maternal. So anyway, no. it's weird. But yeah. And I mean, the mom, the baby actually looks kind of like an octopus. The mom looks like scary cartoon octopus. Yeah. So, yeah. So in the Arctic room, the Iceman is chilling. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, there's a space heater in the Arctic room. Doesn't make sense to me because, like, if you wanted to be warm, you just probably would leave the Arctic room. But anyway, there's a space heater on the shelf next to the block of ice, and we see that someone switches it on. <gasps> just see their hand, so we don't know who, but they turned it on. It's a white dude. And elsewhere in the Arctic room, Professors Wayne and Ingstrom are in their fur-lined parkas, and Ingstrom asks if Wayne is leaving for the night. But Wayne replies that he needs to finish up some notes on Arctic plankton. And Ingstrom says, very well, I'm heading down to the dock. I, uh, um, I have some research to do. He does not Ooh. sound suspicious at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he leaves, and Professor Wayne goes back to his notes. But meanwhile, on the other side of the room, we see the heater is glowing brightly and the block of ice containing the caveman is melting fast. (gasps) Not good. Mm -mm. And then we're at the malt shop and we see a huge stack of plates. 
And the scene expands and Fred is like, man, that was good. And Daphne agrees. And Shaggy leans across the table asking if there's anything left to eat. And Velma says, just two slices of bread and an ice cube. And Shaggy takes it and he makes an ice cube sandwich with the bread. And the ice cube makes Fred wonder how the caveman is doing. And Shaggy's like, oh, man, I just remembered. I left my rod and reel at Oceanland. And Fred's like, well, hey, it's not too late. We can drive back and get it. Yay. So, yeah, they're going to go back to Oceanland. Yeah. And that's commercial. Yeah. And then we come back from commercial and it's nighttime. When the gang gets to Ocean Land, it might have been nighttime already. We don't know, but it's nighttime now. And they enter, and doors are all unlocked, of course. And they call for the professors, but they get no reply. The place is deserted. And then they find the door to the Arctic room is like ripped off its hinges. Daphne says it looks like someone or something was in a hurry to get out. Fred says there's only one way to find out what happened. Shaggy agrees that they should go home and read about it tomorrow in the newspaper. <laughs> Surprisingly, Fred is like, that's not what I had in mind. And so they all enter the room. Then Fred is like, jumping jelly beans. Because the room looks like it's been hit by a cyclone. And then Scooby finds Professor Wayne's fur parka and it's been all torn up. And Daphne's like, I wonder where Professor Wayne is. And then Scooby grabs Shaggy's shirt and is like, mm, like pointing. Then Shaggy's like, I wonder where the caveman is. Because we see that Scooby has been pointing towards this mostly melted block of ice. And there's no sign of a caveman in what's left. It's gone. No caveman. Uh-oh. That's not good. Not good. No. Daphne's like, that's impossible. And Velma's like, well, not if it came to life, it isn't. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's suddenly very into this. <laughs> I mean, I realize it's not like that super. I mean, it is a little paranormal for someone to come back to life after being in an ice block for two million years. But yeah, she jumps to that. I mean, she's just embracing the whole Sherlock Holmes, right? Like, you know, no matter how improbable, if that's the only answer left, then it's got to be, you know. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Shaggy tries to call the sheriff, but the phone cord has been ripped out. And then Velma and Daphne stand near the remains of the ice block. And Velma says, it's very peculiar that it melted in the Arctic room. And then Fred is like, well, maybe it was this heater. (laughs) Maybe. And Daphne (laughs) wonders why anyone would want to bring that creep to life. Definitely got some judgment issues going on. But anyway, <laughs> Fred says he doesn't know, but they're going to find out. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. Definitely just judging people based on how they look. Not <laughs> two million years old. You can be related to him, Daphne. You, I mean, honestly, unless it's like a died out branch, you probably are. But hey. Yeah. yeah. Two million years is a really long time, though. Yeah, I was going to check and I couldn't remember like what the current understanding is for two million years, but I forgot. Yeah, I don't actually know. I should have looked. Yeah. I don't think we'd have this kind of caveman looking dude. I don't think so either. I think, yeah. I don't know, probably closer to, I don't know. It's a very, I have to say, it's a very, maybe not accurate, but it's a very iconic looking like caveman dudes. They did a pretty good job on it. Yeah, it is that. got that iconic. If you think of caveman, that's going to be what you yeah. think of. I mean, maybe you think of caveman because of this, and you grew up watching it, and you're like, "That's what a caveman looks like." And then, so like, it's like a vicious cycle of like, yeah, exactly. Beliefs, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably not historically accurate, but that's okay. Oh no, I I doubt that. I mean, I'm sure cavemen had eyebrows. So, so on the beach, the gang finds a set of huge footprints, and they follow them to the edge of the dock. And on the dock, they see Professor Ingstrom. And he's using some equipment to talk to a dolphin. And they're trying to kind of figure out what's going on. So they talk Scooby into trying to get closer to kind of see. And all goes well until Scooby walks past a cauldron full of lobsters and one grabs his tail. So he yelps 
and he hides under a tarp. And Professor Ingstrom looks around and he's just like, oh, I guess it was just the wind. And he goes back to like spinning the knobs on his device and chattering with the dolphin. But then Scooby continues to creep closer under the tarp. And then he steps into a bunch of metal pails. So Ingstrom turns and grabs his equipment and he runs into a shack at the end of the dock. I guess they're prepping like for a lobster feed or something there. You got a big old cauldron full of lobsters. Yeah. Not sure why you have them in a giant cauldron on the dock, but. Yeah, it's a little weird. So Daphne says that Ingstrom sure acted suspiciously, and Velma thinks it's because he's up to something. Again, with the judgments, like, like I would run if there was a bunch of scary noise and some like pale monster was chasing me because Scooby's like got he's got like pails on his feet and he's got the tarp on and there's a pail over his head and he's like all like lunging toward the doctor and the doctor's like Aah! runs it in the shack. I'd be like, yeah, I'm getting the hell out of there too. But yeah, you know. but Fred says it's their job to find out what he's up to. So he opens the door to the shack and stands face to face with the caveman, which is is sort of weird because where did the caveman come from? But anyway, and the caveman's a lot taller than Fred as well. Yeah, I wrote face to face. That's like a good word. But yeah, it's not really face to face because the caveman's taller. He's big. And the caveman roars and reveals a set of teeth that Nick says looks like he's wearing five sets of vampire teeth. But I mean, he does have a lot of teeth. It's kind of very. They're cheesy. very. They're they're all triangular. I think is the point I was trying to get. It's like he has like a mouth, like a mouthful of like white candy corn or something. They're all. Mm-hmm. They're not like what you would expect the teeth of a caveman to have. They're very. Yeah. They're very fangy. Yeah. yeah. So they all pile atop Velma and run, and the caveman pursues them, and so they run back into Oceanland, and Shaggy tells Velma to run faster because, of course, like. Velma is carrying them all with her little legs. Yeah, and of course, I immediately was like, faster, must go faster. So, yeah. And then she passes through this, like, low-ceilinged hallway, and Scooby and Shaggy are on top, so they get knocked off when she runs through the low-ceiling hallway. So they get up and run, and they start looking for a place to hide. Yeah. Then the caveman opens this door, and he looks around, and he's all, But the room's empty, so he leaves. But when he closes the door, we see that Fred is, like, hanging onto a door hook behind the door. And then Daphne and Velma are, like, clinging to him, like, on the opposite side, making, like, a little Fred sandwich. And they're like, "Woo, that was a close one. And then Fred's like, well, we got to find Shaggy and Scooby and see if they're okay. So then we see the caveman. He's walking through a hallway, and he sees Scooby's tail sticking out from behind the curtain. And behind the curtain, Shaggy and Scooby are hugging each other, and they're shivering with fear. And I don't think they know that Scooby's tail is sticking out from under the curtain. And then the caveman tries to step on Scooby's tail like twice, but each time it like kind of rolls up. And so either like his tail like senses it or it just happens to be, you know, coincidence. But third time's the charm and the caveman, boom, stomps on his tail and Scooby's getting ready to be like, ah, but Shaggy grabs his paper bag and holds it up to Scooby's mouth. And so Scooby like ah, into the bag and then the caveman pulls back the curtain and Scooby hands him the bag and the caveman opens the bag and it's all, wow. When he opens it, so he gets blasted <laughs> by Scooby's howl because that's how sound works. Uh-huh. And then Shaggy totally. and Scooby run, and Shaggy says, "Now Scooby really made him mad," and that the caveman like chases him through the hall, and then it's commercial again. Yep. So then Daphne, Fred, and Velma are standing around, and Daphne says. They've looked almost everywhere, but no Shaggy and Scooby. Fred hopes that Big and Ugly didn't find them. Velma's like, not a chance. If she knows those two chickens, 
They're miles away from the caveman by now. I was kind of really hoping they weren't going to like come down the hall and they were going to beat the crap out of him again, thinking it was a caveman. They didn't. So that's good. Cause I was like, not again. Oh but yeah. So yeah, I was kind of like, Oh no, they're gonna <laughs> come around the corner. And they're all going to jump Shaggy and Scooby thinking he's a caveman, but they didn't do that. So yay. Elsewhere though, Shaggy and Scooby are being chased by the caveman. He's extremely close to them, not miles away. And they run into this area that like houses the performing seals. It's kind of like a, like, you know, like an arena, but with like the water and all that kind of stuff. And then Shaggy and Scooby try to pretend that they're seals and do all the little, you know, clapping and barking kind of thing. But the caveman doesn't fall for that. And then Shaggy and Scooby end up being tossed back and forth between two seals on their noses. And I like, you know, seals do balls. And so they're tossing Shaggy and Scooby. And then the caveman's like standing between the two seals and he keeps trying to smash them with a club, but he keeps missing. And then they land in the water or more accurately, they land on the tail of a sperm whale. I didn't know that. Like Sea World places had sperm whales, but okay. And then the whale just kind of like flips them up and then whacks them with a the tail, like they're like a paddle ball, and they go flying. Yeah, there's no way Oceanland has a tank big enough for a whale like that. I mean, orcas are relatively small whales, and there's not really tanks big enough for them either. But this is, yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> So then Fred, Daphne, and Velma are in the arena, but there's still no sign of Shaggy and Scooby. But then Velma spots them flying through the air, and they fly completely out of the arena and into a trash can outside. And Shaggy says now he knows how a baseball feels when it's knocked out of the park. And Scooby agrees. No broken bones, though. No? No? No. So outside by the mystery machine, Fred says this mystery has him puzzled. First, Professor Wayne vanished, then Professor Angstrom disappeared, and then that frozen fright appeared big as life. And Daphne says that she bets Angstrom and his crazy machine have something to do with it. But then Velma appears, and she's like, maybe this clue I found in the lab will give some answers. It's a map, and there's a spot marked with an X and a dotted line that follows the current that leads right to ocean land. So Fred says their next step is to find out what's out there. And Shaggy's like, you're going out to where X marks the spot? And Fred says, nope, you're going out there with Velma and Scooby. Meanwhile, he and Daphne will try to find out what the caveman is up to. Right, Fred. Right. (laughs) Totally. Everyone totally believes you, Fred. Yeah, you're not Mm -hmm. sly, dude. Everyone knows what's happening. (laughs) Anyway, come on, Fred. Yeah. So the map looks almost like someone planned for that caveman to get because like Professor Ingstrom was like, oh, the caveman would have come on the current anyway to ocean land. And they've got a map that has an X and then a current going right to ocean land. It seems suspicious. Yeah, it does seem kind of suspicious. Yeah. So then Shaggy is doing the thing that would probably terrify me the most in this entire planet, which is he is on a rowboat and he's rowing in the middle of the ocean at night because Fred told him to. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. Mm, nope don't like the ocean definitely don't like the ocean at night not in a rowboat no 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 yeah. no i mean you no. think fred could at least have like lent them his yacht or something if he's gonna send them out i guess there. but man no 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 anyway shaggy's rowing and scooby is moaning with fear basically i'm scooby I'm like uh-huh. no. <laughs> and velma is like reading nautical directions shaggy's like like just left or right okay because she's like degrees starboard he's like just left or right man like i can't do this right now okay and velma's like we should almost be there and then scooby spots an old fishing boat and velma says it's anchored right where the x is on the map interesting yeah 
So they get on board, and the ship seems to be deserted. Velma's like, this is our chance to search for clues. <laughs> She's been hanging out with Fred too much. She's like, <laughs> empty place, time to search it. Shaggy says, with their luck, they'll find a ghost crew. So then they enter this above deck cabin, and Shaggy's like, what kind of clues are we looking for? And Velma says, anything mysterious. And then someone slams the door shut behind them and locks it. And Shaggy's like, um, is the door slamming behind us and locking? Like, is that mysterious? And then he runs over to the door, and they're trapped. It's locked. And then this ice machine in the cabin starts, like, spitting out these giant blocks of ice, too. Uh-oh. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. But Velma thinks it's a clue because the caveman was frozen in a block of ice. Mm. And Shaggy says, we're going to be, too, if we don't get out of here. So Shaggy throws Scooby a Scooby snack so he can think of a way out because apparently <laughs> powers his brain a little bit. And also, they're relying on Scooby to come up with a way out to get out of the room. Like, okay. Yeah. Nothing against Scooby, but mm. asking the dog to figure a way out just seems like, you know. I mean, I know maybe there. you should also come up with some suggestions. Brainstorm is a group, really. She's supposed to be smart, but, you know, but anyway. So Scooby pushes a block of ice like a skateboard, building up speed to ram the door. He falls off, but the block of ice hits the door so hard, it pushes the ice through the keyhole in the shape of a key. Whoa. So, yeah, pretty lucky. <laughs> So Scooby reaches under the door and grabs the ice key and uses it to unlock the door. So they all kind of spill out wow. with the ice. I was impressed that the ice key actually has like the little circle of the back, like a normal skeleton key does. and all that kind of, like it, like Oh, it, yeah. No, it's like a complete key. Yeah. It made even the parts that aren't in the keyhole. I thought that was impressive. So Very impressive. Pretty, yeah. So Velma says they should head back to Oceanland and tell Fred and Daphne what they found. But someone has scuttled their rowboat. <gasps> Whoever locked them in that cabin wanted to make sure they didn't get back to shore. But Velma says she has a hot idea. Oh. Yeah. A hot idea. Uh-huh. Very hot. Yeah. Let me see Shaggy and Velma and Scooby. They're sitting on a block of ice. Well, Shaggy is sitting on a block of ice. Velma and Scooby are standing on the block of ice. And Shaggy is rowing with a plank of wood. So apparently they couldn't even like salvage the row from their boat. And he sarcastically says, like, this was your hot idea. And Velma tells him, just keep paddling. There's just no time to get cold feet. And Shaggy says it's not cold feet. He's worried about, worried about <laughs> his butt getting frozen is what he's worried about. Or maybe his junk. I don't know. But yeah, something <laughs> down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it's commercial. Yeah. And then apparently they made it before it melted because they're regrouped back outside Oceanland. And Fred says they have lots of pieces of the puzzle but they don't know how they fit together. And then Velma figures the only way they're going to solve the mystery is to capture the caveman. Hmm. And I kind of think it's weird that like Fred seems to have no update on how his and Daphne's like trying to find out what the caveman was up to went. Like he doesn't have any updates for the group that we heard. So huh. it's like almost like they weren't doing that, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Kind of like when they were keeping an eye on Ebenezer shark, you know, and then like, yeah. Oh yeah, he left and, we didn't follow him or anything. You know, that was our job. We so. were otherwise occupied. Don't ask questions. Yes. So Fred's plan to catch the caveman is his simplest plan ever. Shaggy and Scooby lure the caveman into chasing them. And when they run through a specific doorway and under a giant net, they'll drop it from the balcony above. That is pretty simple. I mean, just- yeah, you know, just lure the caveman over and put a net on him. Yeah, he yeah. runs under a net. We drop it. Boom. Done. Yeah. And then Shaggy is excited because what safer way to sneak up on an old gruesome than disguised as a couple of fish? 
And we see that Shaggy is wearing a shark costume and Scooby is possibly in a Marlin costume. Might kind of be a swordfish. It's got like a spear tip on the front. And yeah, it's blue. I wasn't kind of sure. I probably had cartoon fish, but yeah. Yeah. It's all jaggedy on the top, like a, you know, like when you stick someone and then it's going to do more damage when you pull it out kind of thing. So, yeah. I'm not sure if that was part of Fred's plan or not, but. Don't know, but they've got the costumes on and so they're going to get the caveman to chase them while they're dressed like fish. Yeah, I'm not sure that the whole like, because like the costumes are, they're like in the mermaid potato sack kind of action again with like, they can't really run because their mm-hmm. feet are like stuck together. So, I mean, they seem to do okay when they were like being chased by the witch and the zombie in those money sacks. So maybe it's fine. I don't know. But it just seems like the best thing to be wearing if you're trying to be chased by a caveman. Yeah, I mean, I feel like just he's already after you. Just be yourself, really, right? Like, he's going to chase you no matter what. Yeah. So then the caveman's wandering in the halls of Ocean Land, and he's kind of muttering himself like an old man, which, I mean, he's two million years old as fair. He's kind of like, so, you know, two million years old. So I guess he can mutter if he wants to. Then Shaggy and Scooby spot him, and Scooby runs over and stabs him in the butt with his costumes. I guess there was that advantage to having the costume because he uses the little spear on the tip to poke him in the butt and then they hop away but oh see now we're coming back to my notes they can't actually move that great and like the caveman is like gaining on them pretty quickly because they're like just trying to hop they can't run so oops bad idea and then outside daphne hears them coming and she leans over to look and starts to fall over velma's like (laughs) daphne and so velma grabs daphne and then they both start to fall over so then fred grabs velma and then they all fall over the railing land on top of Shaggy and Scooby, and then the net falls on top of them because Fred dropped the net when he fell. So, <laughs> so much for the simple plan. Yeah, it didn't quite work. Da- and Shaggy's like, what happened? And Fred's like, danger prone Daphne did it again. And Daphne's kind of like, <laughs> like looking. Like, so. Not very happy about it. He's like, danger prone Daphne <laughs> did it again. Yeah, I was like, dude, you guys were just like, you know, come on. You know, you don't have to be so angry, Fred. Anyway, the caveman is still approaching. So they throw off the net and they run. And like, we're almost at the end of the episode, honestly. And so if you thought we weren't going to get a song, you were wrong. Because as they start to run, seven days a week kicks in for a two-minute chase sequence. All right. We'll mix it up and we'll let Tori do the chase sequence this time. All right. Yeah. So the caveman runs through a display. And after he passes, we see the gang behind the glass underwater in the aquarium. And Scooby and Shaggy have ditched their costumes at some point. And... Then they all run across the top of a sleeping sperm whale and Scooby stops and smacks his foot down on the sperm whale's head and it spews water from its spout that hits the caveman. Because that's how whale spouts work. You just bonk them on the head, water comes up. And then the caveman throws an anchor at them and hooks Shaggy and Scooby and pulls them in with a rope. But when he stops to grab his club to smash them, they throw off the anchor and he hits it and it lands on his foot, and he roars super loud, like a Jurassic Park T-Rex. Yeah, he's super loud. And then Shaggy and Scooby hide under two giant tortoises, and then run to a hatch that says, warning, do not open. And we can see fish swimming inside. But they open it, and they dive into a wall of water, and close the hatch. But then the caveman opens it, and all the water rushes out, along with the fish and Shaggy and Scooby. And then they're atop the prone caveman, But then he roars again, so they run. And then we see the caveman chasing Fred, Daphne, and Velma, and they run across three seals tossing balls and use their noses as a bridge. But the seals toss the caveman around when he tries to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. 
And then Shaggy and Scooby run into the shack on the dock, or one like it, and the caveman follows them, and they all come out riding a flying outboard motor that goes down the length of the dock and up a set of stairs and across a tightrope. And then Shaggy and Scooby grab a railing at the end of the arena, and the caveman and the motor fly over the edge into a tank that says Giant Clamp. Wow. That's a lot. A lot of stuff happened in that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that was, yeah. I got nothing to connect this song to the episode content. There's nothing in the lyrics I can match up. So, yeah. (laughs) Seven days a week. Anyway, yeah. So then inside the giant clam enclosure, the caveman, his butt is basically in the giant clam. He's like, ah! And then he talks. He's like, someone get me out of here. (laughs) Whoa. Okay. And then up on the arena, Shaggy's like, he can talk. And he's like me. He's like, whoa, he can talk. And then he's got like a rope and he throws a lasso down to the caveman. And the caveman catches the lasso. And then the whole gang pulls and they pull him out. Well, they they pull somebody out because the caveman is apparently a full body suit that actually stays in the giant clam. And whoever uh-huh. was inside of it gets pulled out of the costume by the rope. And then we find out it's Professor Wayne. <gasps> Professor Wayne. Professor Wayne. Yes. Professor Wayne. And then later we see Wayne is handcuffed and the sheriff is like, you mean this whole caveman thing was a hoax? And then the gang do their turn-taking thing and they like, not exactly. The two million-year-old caveman that was lost at sea was real. That's what gave Wayne the idea for his scheme. He dumped the dummy caveman off the fishing boat, frozen in a block of ice, knowing the current would bring it to ocean land. Then he melted the ice with the heater to make it look like the caveman had come to life and made himself and Ingstrom vanish. And then once Ingstrom was out of the way, he'd reappear and say he had escaped. So apparently he was going to take out Ingstrom at some point. Yeah. That part. Yeah. And then the sheriff is like, why? And then Ingstrom says that he thinks he can answer that. Wayne was after his invention, a revolutionary marine life communicator. And then like Shaggy and Scooby go up to it and they talk to a fish for a little bit. And then he's like, it's worth a fortune. And then Wayne is like, and it would have been mine if it hadn't been for those meddling kids. And the sheriff is like, well, where you're going, you don't have to worry about meddling kids anymore. <laughs> so. Well, he said the thing. And Fred is like, well, that wraps up the mystery. Let's head to the malt shop. And then Shaggy's like holding the caveman costume. He's been holding it basically this whole time. And Velma's like, what are we going to do with old, tall, dark, and dummy? And Shaggy says, he has an idea. Hmm. Yeah. They're going to scare people at the malt shop for their malts. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that would, that would seem like maybe something they might try. Yeah. It does seem like something they would do. Yeah. So then at the malt shop, Shaggy and Velma are dancing and they're busting some 1970s moves. Yeah. They're really dancing. They're doing it. Yeah. yeah they're having a good time. And she says that Shaggy had a clever idea and he's like, yeah, Scooby needed a dance partner and he couldn't have gotten a better one. And we see Scooby is dancing with the caveman costume. And Fred admits that Scoob has style. And Daphne says they're all over the floor. And Scooby is just dancing and having a great time. And he mm-hmm. laughs. He's having a yep. good time. And then it's over. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Scooby's busting some moves, too. He's really, he, he, he looks super happy. He does. Yeah. I'm glad he got a dance partner because he looks super happy. But yeah. I'm also kind of like evidence collection mr sheriff have you ever heard of that like maybe like take things into custody and not just let the kids walk off with the costume that the criminal was wearing i don't know no why would you need that 
chain of custody doesn't matter. Yes, not. Yeah. The one thing that I thought was weird about this episode was so we find out the story about the Iceman, right? And so, I mean, I guess they do say the story about the Iceman being lost was real. Yes. So I guess what we saw in the beginning was the real Iceman being lost. Yeah, that would make sense. I was thinking about that. I was like, well, wait, they showed us like him being knocked off the boat. They didn't show us like the professor just pushing it off a boat. But I guess that really did happen. And so we uh-huh. just didn't realize that well, the Iceman we saw go off the edge is not the Iceman that Shaggy caught. So right. I guess I guess that, that covers it. I yeah, thinking does. about that being like, wait a minute, they kind of gave us a fake out teaser, but I guess they really didn't. So yeah, it did really happen. It just wasn't the same caveman. Yeah, they pulled a switcher on us and didn't tell us sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> I did think it's funny. Writers. So in this episode and the last episode, the gang kind of zones in on a suspect. Like last time they thought it was the hermit in the cave. And this time they think it's Ingstrom, who is acting sort of suspicious. Like he is a little bit kind of like, oh, I'm going to go to the dock and uh, do some experiments. Well, he's he's a little... got a special Aquaman yeah. equipment that he's using. Well, yeah, but so, we don't yeah. know that yet. So it's a little suspicious. Yeah. So I, I didn't think that's funny that they're starting to like, instead of the gang just being, I have no idea who this could possibly be. And then it turning out to be one of the two people we met. They're like actively trying to redirect your, your suspicion. They're like, no, yeah. it's definitely this guy. He's suspicious. And then it's the other guy. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, because usually a couple of them think it's one person, but the rest of them realize it's someone else kind of thing. Right. You know, like like Shag and Scooby never usually know who the hell it is, right? And that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But yeah, the, you're right. The last two episodes, last two episodes really like their clues really didn't lead to the person being caught. It was just kind of like happenstance. Right. Like, you know, that outboard motor took him into the giant clam. And they're like, oh, he's trapped by it's kind of like the, the hay baler, right? It just so happens that he got trapped. Yeah. Like they, they didn't, you know, make effort to do it because their plan failed. I mean, their plan, yeah, their plan failed, failed but, hard. Yeah. Yeah. Danger prone Daphne. Poor danger prone Daphne. Poor Daphne. Yeah, <laughs> she does nickname. look. She looks extremely like, oh, like, I know. She's, all like, yeah. Yeah, I know. She's like, oh, it's maybe not looking forward to time with fred later or something i don't know but she's not yeah <laughs> he's gonna be yeah. bringing that up for months oh yeah hey remember when you yeah. fell off the thing and ruined her plan to catch the ice man with the net mm-hmm. <laughs> yep yeah it was a pretty good episode though i kind of liked it, it was pretty good. yeah it was a good one it was entertaining yeah. it's interesting though because like we've now seen the caveman episode and so the end of the opening credits where Scooby pulls the caveman mask off and scares himself in the sewer. That mm-hmm. is actually something that was made for the credits, right? Right. Yeah. It's not part of this. It's not part of the episode at all. I mean, they do have the other parts that are like, we talked about like the fancier animation that's made for the credits, but like, this is actually like an animated scene. Those are usually just like still photos, right? That they kind of like zoom in on the, you know, it's like, whoa, the monster. But this is actually an animated component to the credits. that actually is not in the episode. Yeah. So. But we do know where he got the mask now. So that's yeah. Cool. And also kind of spoiler that guess what? It's going to be a mask if you've ever seen the opening credits. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's almost always a mask, though, in the show. So Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's ever not been. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's Scooby-Doo. Scooby's Night with a Frozen Fright. I think I got that title right. I think so, yeah. Oh, and that rhyme, too. Cool. <laughs> This episode was a delight. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is a delight? The warm feeling we get from Patreon supporters. (laughs) 
a good one. It's true, though. We do appreciate your support. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying these episodes. And we'll see you next time. We will. Holy shit, we nailed an ending. We did. Boom. Bye. <laughs> I Want to Rewatch is hosted by Tori and Nick and recorded at Black Cat Studios. Episode production design and editing is by Lazy and Productions. Our music is Dark Science by David Hillowitz. And The Truth is What We Make of It by The Agrarians. Our premium feed is where you can find all of our X-Files adjacent bonus episodes covering television and films that are, you guessed it, X-Files adjacent. If you like these bonus episodes, tell a friend about our Patreon page. We'd love to have them join us. Speaking of which, be sure to join us next time as we rewatch Scooby Doo Where Are You? Season 2, Episode 5 Haunted House Hang Up. And try to figure out if, if the, the truth, truth is, is still out there. The truth is what we make of it.
Okay. Yeah, I just need to breathe better when I'm doing that. I just start. <laughs> What's happening is I tend to I'm breathing out and then I'm starting instead of breathing in before I start. It's super. Oh yeah, and then you run out of. Yeah, and then I run out of air because I just breathed all my air out like a dummy.